This is Morning Motivation for Educators on the Bee Podcast Network. Learn about all the shows at beadpodcastnetwork.com. You'll hear from a variety of formal and informal educators who help put this podcast together. If you'd like to contribute your voice to the show, please go to morningmotivationedu.com to apply. Good morning, my friends. I am Candace Noss, a physical therapist, a life coach, a lifelong Christian, a mother of six, and I created my business, the Mind-Body-Spirit Trifecta, where I liberate, enlighten, and empower others to elevate their mind, body, and spirit and own their divine greatness. I am so grateful on this thankful Thursday that you have joined me. Today, I want to talk about a retreat that I was able to go to. It gave me so many beautiful gifts. Um, But one thing I love about retreats is they come complete with new insights and friends that uplift and inspire. So recently, I had the opportunity to spend a good part of the week in St. George, Utah at a retreat, and it was focused on learning all about light and universal truths and energy and spiritual gifts. I spent so much quality time with phenomenal people gaining new insights about healing our minds, bodies, and spirits, and how to powerfully tap into our spirit, our most divine self. It was awesome. I am excited to share with you this morning one new insight I received during this retreat. I am incredibly grateful for this insight because it has already created more flow and a noticeable shift in my everyday life. At this retreat, we participated in an activity where we walked through a labyrinth or a maze type of a thing. And as we initially walked to the middle, this represented the purging or the getting rid of things that did not serve us. Then when we finally got to the middle of this labyrinth of this maze, after all of the back and forth winding that happened um, to get there, the middle part represented illumination the gaining of new understanding and insights. And the last part, the final part of this labyrinth activity was we would walk then out of the maze and this symbolized transformation, becoming different because of our past experience and the new knowledge that we gained. So as I began this activity, I felt deeply moved that for some reason, I needed to be the very last one in the group to enter the labyrinth. And furthermore, I felt impressed that I was supposed to do the first part with my eyes closed, only allowing myself to see one step ahead during that purging part. Now, this was brutal. It was painstakingly slow, and there were multiple instances where I got turned around and confused and lost in that labyrinth maze. It was very hard, and that's putting it mildly. I was extremely emotional as I saw how it correlated so often to my life. I compared the experience to my life experiences and there were just so many similarities. But once I hit the middle, the illumination period, I fully opened my eyes and I was able to stand tall and strong and it felt amazing. And then as I went out of the maze, the third final part of the transformation I almost ran the whole way out. It was awesome and it was such a cool experience. Now, I love experiential activities because the way you do an activity 
corresponds so powerfully to the way you do life. As I experienced the labyrinth and intuitively participated in it in this specific way, there were so many micro lessons I learned. It truly was amazing and mind-blowing. Later that night, as we were processing this labyrinth activity, my friend, Martina Muir, she asked me, Candace, is there a pattern in your life where you continually make things hard? And at first I was kind of taken aback. I felt like it was kind of a blow. But then as I curiously examined that question, I realized there is some truth in in her question for me. I have believed that in order to get anything great, it has to be hard and arduous. I have held the belief that things have to be really hard, especially for me, and I have to learn things the hard way, going through a lot of difficulty before I can enjoy something and really learn my lesson. So as I worked through many of these core beliefs associated with this question, a sweet friend offered how loaded the word hard is. The word hard is a low frequency word. It instills overwhelm, dread, stress, avoidance. She suggested that instead of using the word hard, I could actually substitute the word tricky. Tricky engenders a sense of challenge and competition. Tricky is like a dare to solve a puzzle or figure something out that in a fun, playful way. I realized the word hard, it doesn't really serve me. And in that moment, I made a commitment to substitute the word tricky anywhere that I would normally use the word hard. So after processing and, re- and reframing, I landed in this beautiful place where I was then able to write a new empowering thought. And this is the thought that I came to. I am committed to allowing tricky things to be fun and easy. I love this. I want to offer this to you. I've made an alarm on my phone to go off a few times a day, and the name that pops up every time this alarm goes off is, I am committed to allowing tricky things to be fun and easy. Each time the alarm rings, it's another invitation for me to think this new thought on purpose. I am working to rewire this thought into my brain so that when the 50-50 of life comes up and things are really tricky, my automatic response is I'm committed to allowing tricky things to be fun and easy. Returning home from the retreat, I was bombarded with the demands of my full and amazing life. I was tempted to think, This is so hard. I'm only one person. How can I do all of this? It's so difficult. But instead, I held firm, continually realigning my mind to a new thought. The thought, I am committed to allowing tricky things to be fun and easy. It has been a powerful shift. I was able to prepare a presentation in under three hours, which is a total victory because usually I spend upwards of 10 hours on a presentation. And the presentation I gave went so smoothly. It was fun and easy. I felt fantastic about it and it definitely was not hard. I also managed with the help of my husband to get all of my kids, their rides to practices and games and everything covered as I started the first week of my freshman girls basketball high school season. Now, this takes a lot of time out of our day. We have six kids, they're all active and involved in sports for everything to work out in a way that was fun and easy. To figure it out because it was tricky, it made it so much easier. 
I'm so grateful for this powerful mindset realignment. So I challenge you to watch your words and wherever you would normally say or think hard, consider replacing it with the word tricky. Notice the energy change as you switch this one word. Let me know how it goes. And as the difficult things come up, I hope that you use my new empowering thought and watch the shift in energy that follows. I am committed to allowing tricky things to be fun and easy. Thank you for joining me today and for being part of my journey. I believe in you and I truly am thankful for you. If you'd like more from me, grab my free video about taking your self-talk from crappy to happy with one simple brain hack. I would love for you to join my Thankful Thursday email, and I invite you to listen to and subscribe to my podcast. It's called Designed for Greatness with Candace Noss. All the links are in the show notes. And whatever role you have in education, we have a podcast for you at bepodcastnetwork.com. Who among your friends and colleagues needs to hear this message today? Please share it with them right now.